0: Good evening, this is Alicia Bales, I'm live in the studio, and we have, um, for the last several months now, usually this is the time slot for the Renewable Energy Hour, uh, but the hosts of that program are taking a little spring um, hiatus, so I've just kind of kept this hour open for whatever is happening in the community, and tonight we have something quite remarkable happening in the the community, and I'm thrilled to be able to bring you uh, voices from this amazing effort. There's an, an absolutely stunning mural being painted on North State Street that features the face of, uh, in Ukiah that features the face of Khadijah Britain, who hopefully you know is a young Native woman who disappeared from Kovalo on February 7th, 2018. The mural is part of a collaboration by several groups. It's an effort to remember Khadija and to draw attention to her case, but also to make visible the MMIW movement for missing and murdered indigenous women across the country and the continent. Tonight, we have with us four folks who are working on this mural project to tell us more and talk about tomorrow's dedication ceremony, which is from 6 to 8 p.m., in Ukiah at the site of the mural. We have with us Katie Ray, who's a member of Round Valley Indian Tribes and a family wellness advocate for Scotts Valley Band of Pomo Indians. Shane Grammer is here. He's a full-time artist and the president and founder of Hope Through Art and designed the gorgeous mural that is, is going up on South, on North State Street. Camille Leggett is chair of Drug-Free Communities in Ukiah and is working with a group called ACT and the Ukiah Youth Coalition on this mural and two other murals that we are excited to hear more about. And Kate Fagan is the director of Drug-Free Communities, and she's um, playing a leadership role in this effort as well. I want to welcome all of you to KZYX this evening.
1: Happy to be here. Thank
0: you. Thank you. It's great, great, great to have you. Thanks so much for coming on. Look, can, Katie, can we start with Katie Ray, can we start with you? Um, you are a member of Khadijah's community. Can you talk about the mural and um, what it means to your community and what the dedication ceremony tomorrow night is going to be like?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the mural for Khadijah is is so very important, not only to the family, but to the community of Round Valley. Um, as you said, Khadijah has been missing since 2018, and we still don't have all the answers that we need. Of course, the family, you know, would love to believe that Khadijah is somewhere. She is alive, and she just needs to come home. Um, but we do have to keep in the back of our minds that we could have the the tragic ending of her being um, deceased at this point, and we would love to just bring her home and lay her to rest for the family um, to to be able to grieve fully for her. Um, this mural is absolutely stunning. Thank you, Shane, for the design, and um, just having this mural in such a public place for her to face, to be seen, and to be um, one that can... Um, be a spokesperson for MMIW to be a face that that brings attention to MMIW, which is not known um, across the United States. Um, of the it's very well known within the Native communities, but not much else. So to have this mural um, is such a blessing, and I'm so thankful that it was passed tonight. And tomorrow, with the dedication of the mural, we will have um, pomo dancers. Uh, it will be intertribal with a lot of the youth who are painting this mural. They are also dancers within their community, so they will also be dancing and blessing uh, the mural. We will have speakers such as Sheriff Matt Kendall, Kate Fagan, the Chairman of Round Valley, James Russ, as well as the other six members of our Tribal Council. There will be other Tribal leaders from the surrounding areas, Lake Mendocino and Sonoma Counties. Uh, the entities that have come out and supported the mural. Uh, everyone who drove by and honked their horns and said how what a beautiful mural it is. And we've had people come by and give donations for water and popsicles for the youth because it was so hot today. The outpouring of love from the community has been amazing and beautiful. Um, so I. I Another thing we're doing tomorrow with the dedication is um, we'll be barbecuing and serving our community uh, that comes out to support this mural and dedication. And I hope that you can all come out and join us.
0: And if people do want to come and and see this mural and and pay their respects and and, um, remember Khadijah, where is the mural? If people want to check it out.
2: The mural is at 810 North State Street. It's the RCS building at the
0: Arbor. Um,
2: And Kate, I'm sure, can speak much more about that location and and all the the benefits that they have there.
0: Okay, great. So that was Katie Ray, who's a member of Round Valley Indian Tribes. And Katie, you were out there today painting. Yes, I'm out there to support the youth, to
2: um, aid them in whatever whatever they can do to um, support the family, answer any questions, um, and just do whatever I can to assist the Foundation. And I'm I'm so happy that I came across them and met them and, and their family for life. So, thank you.
0: All right. Um, Shane Grammer, you are an artist, the designer of the mural, and the president and founder of Hope Through Art. So, can you, first of all, describe the mural and how you kind of conceived of the mural and then maybe tell us a little bit about hope through art and what hope through art does
1: sure absolutely thank you um you know I'm working with the organizations and really trying to figure out the, the mural that's going to best communicate f- to the family, but also the community. Um, so we know we wanted to do a portrait of Khadijah, and, and then we have three yellow roses because they were, she loved them, They she thought they were beautiful. Um, and then we have some just patterns that are subtle, but they're uh, Native American kind of patterns. And then we have... Uh, feathers in her hair and then the words on the mural missing murdered indigenous women. Um, but some of the, the one of the most powerful things is this red handprint, which is a symbol um, that that red handprint Native American women will put over their mouth and it's a symbol of missing murdered indigenous women. So we have this large handprint, Um, And then we're inviting the community to come out and the family, which they started doing that today, and putting their own handprints on this large handprint, which after you have 30, 40, 50 handprints, and even more, it turns into this beautiful pattern that's all about the community and them coming out and showing their support, but also being a part of that mural for for its whole existence. Uh, the other powerful thing about this mural is it's been painted by uh, youth from your community, about 12 youth and they've done absolutely amazing job and they've worked extremely hard and been very diligent and uh part of my job with my foundation is what i tell people all the time i i wish i would have met someone like me when i was 19. i was very talented as an artist but I had no direction whatsoever. And so that's part of my goal is to teach them, these students, the business of art, the process, and then they actually get out there and they apply it. Everything from they are the setup crew in the morning, they're the teardown crew in, uh, at the end of the each day, they're the ones applying the mural, putting on the paint, I'm teaching them some spray paint skills, paint brushing skills, and they are just doing an amazing job.
0: Wow, and who are the who are the youth artists that you're working with?
1: Oh gosh, I now now you kept, you put me on the spot. So there's Aiden, there's um, uh Mercy, uh, gosh, just Aunt Miranda. Miranda. Thank you. Yeah, keep helping me. Tiny <laughs> Tiny um,
2: Anastasia, Merlene, Athena.
1: Merlene and Anastasia, they've been awesome. Alley. Ali's Ali worked with us on the MMIW mural in uh, Upper Lake the, on, for Vanessa. So uh, yeah, they're just incredible.
0: Okay, and and hope through art. You travel around doing mural projects with youth in communities.
1: Yeah. Um, well, a lot of people know my work because of Paradise. Uh, after the fires in Paradise, California, I'm the artist that w- went up and started painting these beautiful images of women portraits on burnt buildings, chimneys, and uh, they went locally viral than international viral but the the magic behind it the miracle i call it is that it brought life and hope to people that were extremely devastated and after that project and how it touched people i I knew i wanted to continue to do this rest of my life and for over a decade i've been doing projects using art uh, to bring awareness to child trafficking uh, domestically and internationally in cambodia uh, and then when I heard the whole issue of MMIW, which my wife and I have a huge heart for the Native Native American culture, but then on top of that, that they're trafficked, they disappear, and I just knew I needed to do something um, to use my gift to you know bring hope in this area.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for coming here and working on this.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, Kate Fagan is also on the line, and Kate, you're the Director of Drug-Free Communities. This mural is being painted on on the wall of your community organization building, is that right? Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, the Arbor Drug-Free Communities Coalition um, is at 810 North State Street, and we you know the arbor is a youth drop-in center and a resource center for youth it's a wonderful program and we are part of that and um we are a leadership a youth leadership coalition so um the work that we're doing this week was brought about by these incredible young leaders in our community who decided that this was an issue they wanted to highlight in our community and they wanted to bring uh, dialogue and bring about change. And so everything that we do at in the Drug-Free Communities Coalition um, and the Youth Leadership Coalition is about uh, impacting the community in a positive way, um, teaching leadership skills to young people, and we do a lot of social justice work together. And um, we only started last September and we've had such an eventful year. They're, they're just They had some really high goals for themselves, and we're just completely crushing it (laughs) this year with uh, the youth leading the way. And um, they're really uh, driven young people, and I'm incredibly honored to be working with them. And, Kate, you just
0: came from the Ukiah Planning Commission, Um, meeting it just happened it wrapped up like 20 minutes ago so can you bring us up to date on why you were at that meeting and what that means to the mural and then what happened
3: sure Um, well that was the the Ukiah City Planning Commission meeting um, which is a standard uh, procedure for any kind of public art that happens in the city that it has to go through get approval from the Planning Commission um, and we got our permit approved. Thank goodness. It was it was wonderful to, to hear that. Um, and we also just had a ton of community members on the call to express their support for this mural and express their desires for this mural to become the beginning of a dialogue with and, and, and a stronger tie and collaboration with the city of Ukiah and the cities in Mendocino County and all of the tribes and the tribal councils. And we had a lot of tribal council members there and it was amazing to see the turnout and the support for this mural and um, I think the you know, there were some people who were really concerned that perhaps the Planning Commission would not... Um, approve our permit and i think that you know those fears and those concerns are rooted in in what we have seen in the past in terms of you know a history of of oppression and a history of 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 whitewashing history right and so there was a real legitimate fear that maybe we wouldn't get our permit and um i'm really happy that we did and that we are standing together in solidarity and in in community with all of the tribal people here, um, in, in this beautiful Valley.
0: All right. That was Kate Fagan, the director of drug free communities. And we have now been joined on the line by mercy. Who's one of the youth artists for the mural mercy. Are you with us? No. Okay. So um, in the meantime, I'm going to try calling mercy back. But in the meantime, we're going to hear from Camille Leggett, who is the chair of Drug-Free Communities and also working with uh, um, a project called ACT and the Ukiah Youth Coalition on this mural and two other murals that are in the works as well for this year. Can you talk about how all of these moving parts kind of came together
4: to create this beautiful uh, project? Yes. So Kate has done a phenomenal job, um, of building these connections and allowing so many of phenomenal strong leaders within the community to get together. Um, it has been such an honor to be a part of this project. And with that being said, um, the most beautiful thing that I've seen here is the sense of community, right? We can't really have effective change if we don't have community. And I have seen people get together and essentially come together and, and share resources, share their time. You know, even if it's a time to talk, a time to heal, bringing water, helping each other out with caring items, I really loved seeing that and i've seen the community bond i've seen um, native and non-native people standing together in solidarity through this project and it has been an amazing experience so just that in itself makes this project worthwhile with drug-free communities Um, and essentially the one thing I want to have this mural do is to have the conversation. So now that the community is involved, the next level is having the conversation of what to do next. What are some solutions, right? Um of course we're honoring Khadija and her family and I had the honor to meet her grandmother and her grandfather today and to sit down and to laugh with them and to help them in, in any way capacity and talk with them and even just to listen. And that was just beautiful. And then, you know, they want justice and I know that the community is hurting for several reasons, right? The community is hurting because, you know, they're feeling as if their voices have not been heard and they haven't been heard. And the number one thing that they need is some closure. Right. And the communication and dealing with a lot of historical trauma on both native and non-native sides needs to be addressed. And that comes with healing. And more, moreover, we need some policies. We need policies to help protect women of DV, women in sex trafficking, women in abusive relationships. Women, children, it doesn't matter. We need more resources. And even the resources we have are not good enough because we have the money, but we don't have the infrastructure, right? And that becomes an issue. And so if we build more infrastructure, safe houses for women and children and families to get together, then essentially we can rid a lot of these situations where women go back to the perpetrators of domestic violence because they feel like they have nowhere else to go. So we need to create safe havens for them. And with that being said, we also need policies on a sovereign and also on a state level to protect women, children, and people with domestic violence and abuse.
1: All
0: right, that was Camille Leggette of drug free communities. This is Alicia Bales and you're listening to a special public affairs show on KZYX about the amazing mural happening uh, that features Khadijah Britain's likeness, a yellow roses and a red handprint with a bunch of uh, community members who have also added their handprints to this beautiful painting uh, at 810 North State Street. There's going to be a, a dedication ceremony tomorrow in Ukiah from 6 to 8 p.m. You were talking about the Ukiah Youth Coalition and a group called ACT or All
4: Children Thrive. Yeah so that's just a grant partnered uh, project and that essentially goes with Two other projects that does not have anything to do with the MMIW mural, and we do have other murals, but <clears throat> for the sense, you know, for the sake of discretion, uh, I would like the community to get excited for the next murals and you know subject matters that the youth has come up with, um, and so as that slowly comes out, we're excited to share and um the youth have been extremely actively involved in the entire process i'm very very excited for the future and we are happy to see the youth grow in their leadership skills and helping each other out and it in a sense they're learning how to build a community while the community builds the community like the, el- the the adults so it's pretty it's pretty amazing to say the least um another thing that i just wanted to touch base on Um, was the fact that um, we're really trying to see if we can get the sheriff out uh, to come. And we really want some sort of at least some sort of healing. And there's been a lot of disconnect, especially on several levels when it comes to the police. Right. And the images and it's especially the killings of several people of color uh, being perceived on media and especially within the native community there's the lack of distrust for a lot of people of color with the police and so we need to build those bridges so I'm hoping that we can get the sheriff out Um, I understand that it is a very touchy subject for the family but I'm hoping that we can try to mend or try to mend those areas and so we can uh, assist Kadesha's family and the police can have a little bit more I would say a little bit more forethought in the process and in the investigation and to see that the entire community wants to see justice and you know we want Kadisha's family to rest well with closure.
0: All right, and I'm gonna try this one more time with the gremlins and the phone lines. Mercy, are you there? Hello. Hello. Mercy, you're one of the youth artists working on this mural um, at the Arbor. Is that right? Yeah, uh, I'm a member of the DFC Coalition. Fantastic. Can you talk about what it's been like these last couple of days and, and how things are going? Um, It's
5: fantastic. I'm so happy we're finally doing it. Uh, we've been planning it or had this idea since we started the DFC you know, like wanting to do social justice. And I'm so happy that we came up with this idea and we're finally doing it. And somewhere so public and it's going to be seen and heard and
0: it's very, very important. How did you guys make this decision? Um, did, how, what was that conversation like and who made the decision to do a mural with Khadijah Britton on it? Um, well...
5: All of us, all together, really. But um, I'm the one that came up with the idea. Um, We were originally going to do separate little panels of our ideas, and I was always going to do MMIW. And then when we brought up these ideas to RCS, they loved the MMIW one, so we went with that. And then we brought up Kadeja, and here we are doing this.
0: And, and why what motivated you why did you know that you always wanted to do an mmIw um, themed mural right at this spot
5: um well I'm native I'm from koshaya band of fomo Indians it's up by the coast um, so this is very close to home for me because this could be anyone in my family or anyone that I love or care for so or me you know it's very very touching and it's needs to be
0: known. Yeah. Thank you. So it's very, very personal for you in terms of raising the profile of Khadija's case, but also MMIW.
5: Yes. MMIW altogether, the organization, and what they do, you know, it's huge. It's not just in the U.S., it's in Canada. and Not a lot of people know about MMIW at all. So
0: it, it needs to be known. And as a young Native woman, have you grown up W- knowing about MMIW and this plague of missing and murdered indigenous women?
5: Oh, yes, of course. Um, you know, I have the privilege of looking the way I look. So, uh, you know, I know I have the privilege other than my relatives and my sisters, you know, the people that I love. So it's it's very touching and it's something
0: that I grew up knowing and to be aware of. Uh huh. And, and what does that, what does that mean to you when you say to be aware of? Are there, are there certain things that you think about in terms of your own safety or, or in terms of the safety of your family members? How do you, I mean, it just seems like an extremely heavy thing for a child to have to carry around is this, this knowledge that there's, you know, that, that because you're native, there's this risk. Um, that Native women across the country and, as you said, across the continent, across Canada as well, are facing? Yeah. um, It's just... Wow. That's very, you know, hard to
5: answer. It's so broad. Um, Yeah. This is... Yeah. I don't really know how to answer that. It's just... Like you said, it's something that you ha- I've always known how to be prepared for, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not normally something a child knows, like, you have to be prepared of these people and how they do it and what they do, and, you know, it could be anyone and anywhere, and, you know, we matter as people, and we're not just Native Americans, like, we're so much more than what is put on us, you know, like, we're we're people, and we can be things, and we are from here and this is our land and they just, you know, like it's always been native Americans are like, are like, you know, closed minded, they say, and like, we aren't going to do nothing, but that's, that's not the truth. That's just what they put on us. That's the stigma, you know, That's that's just what they say. And they do that with anyone, you know, any people of color.
3: So,
0: yeah. And, and so getting out there and creating this beautiful, colorful mural right on State Street, everybody can see it, everybody can read the words and see Khadijah's face and the, the, the red handprints. Um, how does that feel? That feels
5: amazing. I feel so grateful and so prideful that I'm able to be a part of this. This is so, so huge for our people and just the community. To know, because you know, I know people my age don't know about it. I'm educating people my age and people older and younger about this. And it's very important, and it and it needs to be known.
0: And what, uh, Mercy? What exactly have you done on the mural these last couple of days as you all have been out there and painting it? What have you um, had paintbrushes in hand? What have? You, what's been your job? Yeah,
5: well, Shane's been teaching us all of everything. He's been having us everywhere, doing everything, and learning everything. This is such. An amazing project you know Uh, my thing was the background me and my friend Aiden uh, I brought him along to do this and we were doing the background and you know he had his spray painting and different things and we're not done yet so very very knowledgeable
0: Shane how do you approach it working with with kids with maybe varying levels of experience um, with art, or especially with getting to do something so public and so big, how do you approach your work with the youth on a mural like this?
1: Yeah, you know, you have a group of youth. There's always um, youth that uh, are confident and you know want to take it. They, you know, they want to grab the can and the paintbrush and just go. Um, you usually have other students that are a little bit more hesitant, but you give them easier things. You know, paint the solid colors, and there's a little bit of kind of paint-by-number approach to it, and and I help them break it down into segments so it doesn't seem so intimidating. Um, but I do want to say something about Mercy, I you know, I, I fall in love with these students all the time, and I know all the leaders completely feel the same. But Mercy is one of those who instantly, I could tell, was a leader. And she takes initiative. Um, Even like today, you know, she she comes to me and says uh you know she doesn't take a full break at lunch but says can i go back on the wall and i'm like absolutely go for it so she's one of the, been one of those students where i could just tell her to do something or even better she comes to me and says i'm gonna do this and then i say go for it rock and roll that's what this is all about so i appreciate her big time her and aiden have been a great team and they are kicking butt out there on the wall <laughs>
0: All right. Well, uh, uh, you have a fan, Mercy. <laughs> and hopefully we'll all get to be um, admirers of, of your work tomorrow evening from 6 to 8 p.m. How, how does a mural go up this fast? Doesn't it take months?
1: You know, I'm pretty fast. I mean, I do this for a living, and I've been doing it for decades. Um, and uh, I could do a mural like this personally probably in about three days. Um, and we're taking five days. Uh, but... I have 12 youth, so most of the time I'm sitting back and just watching and pointing fingers and just making sure things are being done because when they really start to move and the students take an initiative, then they're making me move quicker. I have to think ahead of time and make sure that you know um, we're cleaning the brushes and things are staying orderly and we're moving forward. So we are going quick. We have a full day tomorrow before the dedication, but I'm super confident we're all going to get it done, and it's going to be beautiful.
0: Yeah, it looked pretty close. I mean, it looked—you could—it t- like looked finished today. I don't know—is there a lot more to do?
1: Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm at that stage with uh, Khadijah where there's—it looks like Khadijah, but there's all the characteristic tweaks that will take a couple hours, mm-hmm. and then I have about three or four hours in the roses. We want those three yellow roses just to pop out and bloom and look beautiful and then last the last thing that we have to do is the missing murdered indigenous women that will go along the bottom of the mural and the students will work on that and that will take probably four hours because we want those letters to be really clean and and so that people from the street can see them
0: Mm -hmm. so some finishing touches
1: absolutely (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Katie Ray can you talk about you're from uh, you're a member of the Round Valley Indian yeah. tribes um can you just talk about the impact of this mural on your community
2: absolutely uh, this is the the first uh, mural I would love to have a mural in in Round Valley um I'm sad to say that Khadija is not uh, our only missing or murdered tribal member. Um, we've also had Bell Rodriguez, who was murdered. We've had Mike Pena who was murdered. And we, we haven't had any closure on those with arrests or knowing who the actual murderers are. So, having the impact of MMIW um, in our community is large. Um, this This, with a tribal community of over 5,000 tribal members, um, this impacts a large amount of our community and members. Um, a large amount of people have gone to school with Khadijah are related to her, um, her nieces and nephews, her aunts and uncles, everyone lives in the Valley. So this is very close to home, very close to heart. and. Just being able to see them come out and um, smiles with, on their faces, and um, you know tears in their eyes when they are putting their handprints on the wall, and getting to meet Shane as um, as the artist, and just getting to watch for a while and step back and and thank the kids on Facebook for you know, putting in the hard work in the hot heat and um, making this mural just so beautiful for them and the community to see on a daily basis. It's, it's amazing to watch and to be a part of.
0: Yeah, from such a devastating story, um, the last three years of Khadijah's being missing, to this beautiful uh, presence right there on State Street. don't it, know—is It really, I don't know, is it is it healing at all? Could it be, even though she, we don't know where she is? Uh, absolutely.
2: I think there will be um, a lot of healing, especially tomorrow, um, with the dancers when they come. And, um, you know, when we dance, that's those are prayers and those are blessings. And when these kids come out, when the youth come out, and they will be out in large numbers tomorrow to dance, um, you will feel the power and and it will make the hair on your arm stand. You will get chills in your spine and, and you'll be overcome with emotion. Um, because you can feel the power from this, this youth and, um, and just the healing that will start taking place during the dedication, uh, ceremony. Um, And and then hearing from the youth, they have something special planned. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. We will wait for tomorrow so it can be a surprise, but Mercy, again, has had this amazing idea and she did something. She did some research and and we've got an amazing part planned for them. Um, So there will absolutely be healing tomorrow. And if not complete healing, which can never be without having answers, there will be the start of a strong healing process, absolutely.
0: All right. Well, thank you for that. And I also, you, you mentioned that the whole community of, of Round Valley is not just dealing with Khadija's disappearance, um, but... So a couple other community members as well who've disappeared and their their murders or they've been killed and their murders have not been solved. Um, I wonder about I was I was kind of tra- trying to get at this with mercy as well a little bit but like the the idea of the future the idea of um, you know raising the profile of MMIW but also about what needs to be done to keep Indigenous women and Indigenous communities safe from this kind of insidious violence um that's taking people in this way and leaving these scars within the community and these unanswered questions are do you have um ideas about what needs to be done to protect the community and, and does this mural start to raise the profile of some of these i don't know if we want to call them demands or some of these ideas that that, need, that the changes that need to be made to protect communities
2: Absolutely. One of the biggest things that we need is we need better communication with local law enforcement as well as the FBI. When we have people who go missing, when we have people who are murdered, we need immediate attention. We don't want a month to go by. We don't want two months to go by before they decide that they're going to come in and start having the conversation with us. As with anyone, this should be something that starts immediately. The process needs to start within 24 hours. When we call and we say we have someone missing, when we say we have someone who has been murdered, local law enforcement as well as federal law enforcement need to come in and assist. We need to have answers. We need to make sure that evidence is processed correctly, that people are taken in for questioning, that people are taken into custody if, if they are a suspect. and. And we need answers as soon as possible. We can't wait a year, two years, four years to try and get answers or to get more assistance from law enforcement at any level. Um, this is something that, like Marcy said, um, we're raised with. We're raised with knowing that our women go missing all across the United States. There's, you know, a highway that's called the Highway of Tears, Um We know that a high rate of women go missing um, around pipelines because there are encampments of workers. Um, We know a lot of women go missing on the highways that have a lot of um, truckers. We know these stats. We keep track of these stats personally as tribes because we have to know what's happening to our population. Um, And it's not only our women. We also have many missing and murdered Indigenous men. Um, And this is an epidemic that has been happening for a long time. And the stats show every year how many of us have gone missing that we keep on a record through the IHS system. um, But it doesn't reflect that through the federal system, through the FBI, through anyone else. They show around 116 missing people. We're we're over 5,000 in our records. So it's something that we have to grassroots. We need to get these murals out. We need to get the word out. We now have MMIW Day, which is May 5th, and that's from the Savannah Act, and that day is to bring awareness to MMIW. And on that day, you have um, walks, and you have... um, we had an unveiling in, in Upper Lake that day that Shane was also a part of, and that was from Vanessa Nico, who was murdered in 2017. Um, there was a walk in Sacramento. There was a walk in Ukiah. There was also a dedication and a dinner at Consolidated Tribal Health in Ukiah all on that day. And I could name numerous other locations. And it's just getting the word out and, and making people aware of the issues that we have and then getting the help. So having these murals is the first step to not only healing, but to bring awareness to the issues that we have going on. We have multiple people in Lake Mendocino and Sonoma County who have been missing for years or have been murdered without having any kind of justice brought because we don't know who those murderers are. So like I said, this is just the beginning, Um, the more people that we get involved uh, through Um, make awareness, such as murals, the faster that we're going to be able to have a better communication with local and federal law enforcement, which would be a great help.
0: All right. So this mural Uh, that people are going to be seeing on State Street in Ukiah that features the face of Khadijah, Britain, it isn't just about one isolated case uh, of one young woman in Round Valley. This is about a national and international basically epidemic, like you said, that urgently, urgently needs to be addressed. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for for that information. And we're going to start to wrap up now. We've got about mm, about six minutes left here on this show before we're going to head over back to the Philo Studio for Radiogram with Jamie Roberts. Um, But before we go, I just want to give everybody a chance to sort of... Say one more thing about the mural that I might have missed, or something that you want listeners to know. And uh, Shane, let grammar. Let's start with you. You're uh, an artist and uh, the president and founder of Hope Through Art. You designed the mural and have been working with the with the youth to to paint the mural on the Arbor Building and uh, on North State Street in Ukiah.
1: Yeah. Um, the most uh powerful thing i see about this whole mural and movement is i'm just one person that cares about this issue um and then i'm using my gift to uh bring attention to it but the, it's the community that comes together it's everybody that i meet it's the students um it's all the leadership from this community, it's people that drive by, it's everyone that comes and puts their hands on that mural. That's what it takes to move mountains. It's when people unite, come together uh, like-hearted, and that's when things happen. And I'm so honored and excited to be a part of this and, and to see what happens and how the future turns uh, because we all are coming together as one voice to make a difference and change this.
0: And it's incredibly powerful to stand at that wall and and look up at that at that mural and see all of those handprints. Um, it's just incredibly moving. So, and Camille Leggett, you're with Drug Free Communities here in UK. You're the chair of Drug Free Communities. Yes, Any ma'am. last thoughts before we wrap
4: up? Last thoughts. I just want to give thanks. Um, I always love to close with giving thanks because you always got to count your blessings in life. Um, I want to thank first and foremost, DFC. I want to thank Kate. I want to thank Amalia. I want to thank Maya. I want to thank Mercy. I want to thank Miranda. The majority of the names are youth, by the way. (laughs) Um, and of course I want to thank everyone who had a hand in this project. I don't want you to feel left out because I don't say your name because there are so many people that it was quite infinite, (laughs) the amount of thanks. but for everyone who even put a hand in getting something to drink for someone, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the commissioners who have made the decision for the mural. Thank you for Shane and just the process of this project. Thank you. And just to the the communities. Thank you. And thank you for coming into the
0: KZYX studio to talk more about your work with this. It's just great to have you here. Um, Mercy. Um, you want to talk at all, a couple last words before we say goodbye about this mural? Um, Sure.
5: Uh, I just want to say uh, this is very big for Stolen Sisters, and I'm so grateful we're doing it. And I want to thank uh, Gabe and Haley and everyone that supported us doing this, and Amalia and Kate for letting this happen, and Most importantly, uh, Shane and Sly. Uh, like, I'm going to remember those people for the rest of my life, and the ladies, like they are very impactful on what they're doing, and it's really, really great to be a part of it.
0: All right, and that's Mercy. She's one of the youth artists uh, painting the mural um, on State Street. And then finally, Katie Ray, uh, would you just announce one more time the dedication ceremony tomorrow and, and tell people how they can participate?
2: Yes. Once again, tomorrow, Thursday, May 27th, from 6 to 8 p.m. at 810 North State Street at the Arbor Building. Uh, We will have a dedication and unveiling for this mural. Parking will be um, anywhere on the streets that you can find. Any location that may be closed that wouldn't mind you parking. We do have the street closed um, on Gibson So there will be no through traffic on that street. There will be no parking on that street except for elders. Um, Everyone else, if you could park down the street and walk, uh, we'll feed you when you get there. We will give you some entertainment with the dancers. You will enjoy a beautiful mural, some healing and happiness along with us from 6 to 8 tomorrow night.
0: All right, and that is uh, in Ukiah on State Street, 810 North State Street, from 6 to 8 p.m., uh, that's going to do it for us with our community open or our community public affairs tonight. Thank you all for being here and sharing. Just the energy in this in the in the room here is palpable. Uh, the energy at the mural was just exactly as you said, so powerful. So many people coming together. We're going to go out now with Tracy Lee Nelson's song about Khadijah. I'm Alicia Bells, and thank you all for listening. Have a good night.
4: i baby man